Well, I think that's where you know innovation comes from. This is the way we've always done it. It's a narrow-minded uh, way of doing things. I think you got to be open to, to change. you got to be open to disruption. That's really what creates positive change. That was Andrew Velicities, and this is Guild Stories. Welcome to Guild Stories, the podcast where every person has a story, and it's the stories that connect us all. I am Justin Rickliffs, founder and CEO of Guild Content. We are so grateful you're here. This podcast is a place where we will explore the stories of hustlers, dreamers, and doers who are going for it by pursuing meaningful work and living life with purpose. Welcome to Guild Stories. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Guild Stories. Um, today, we're joined by the owner, region owner. I'm not exactly sure how to um, quantify your title here, Andrew. Um, but Andrew Velicities is the owner in, of Ramjack, which is a foundation repair waterproofing business. Um, he's based in Kansas City. And he'll, he'll tell you the story um, of his involvement with Ramjack. Uh, formerly Spartan Foundation Repair. Um, and we have the good pleasure of, of getting to work with Andrew and his team on some of their marketing efforts. And uh, it's a pleasure to uh, get to unpack the the story behind the man, Andrew Felicity. So, thanks for having me. Uh, Andrew, thanks for being here, man. Um, so if you wouldn't mind, for, for those that don't know you, which is which is probably a lot of our folks, um, jump us into like the deep end, rewind us all the way back. Like where'd you grow up? You know, try to give us a little bit of context into who you are and, and uh, we'll, we'll wind our way through the story to, to get to kind of current day eventually. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm born and raised in South Kansas City. Um, so w- went through the uh, center school district, which was a great experience. Yeah. Um, a lot of different opportunities there than, than some, some places that seem to be pretty homogenous. Mm. Um, I have a good buddy who, who, um, teaches in the center school district still Brett Eubank. He went to center. I don't know if that name rings a bell, but, um, yeah, he, he, he had very, a very well-rounded experience growing up. Yeah, absolutely. Probably got in a bigger share of trouble than I probably should have <laughs> there, but it all turns out well. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, in, enjoyed growing up in South Kansas city, very close knit, um, uh, great community out there so a lot of my family lives in the same area and kind of a big uh tribal raising is Mm. is what we experience in 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 my world so Mm. uh spending a lot of time with uh, grandparents aunts and uncles and Mm. it's very good that's awesome um so all like same house kind of like same thing growing up or what like bump around a little bit bump around a little bit uh you know we uh first house probably know seven eight years then then we moved half a mile or so away uh spent a few more years actually the the longest place i'd actually lived anywhere at one point was uh uh uh, my first house with my my sister and i out of of high school and into college is there about Mm. nine years Mm. and that occurred to me one day which was kind of interesting it's like you know this is the longest i've lived in one place there but but pretty darn stable you know a couple couple different houses growing up yeah and, and but all in the same community, and and frankly, we spend so much time at you know relatives' house, and yeah. all, all hanging out together doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's awesome. Are those um, those memories some of your 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 fond ones growing up, like the big group gathering type? Thing? I mean, I'm asking that like we're sitting here in in the middle of the, the weirdest like relational experience any of us have ever gone through. Of like, can we? Can be together? Can we not be together? Does grandpa want to come over? Does he not with COVID and all the other stuff? So I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm picking up like those are probably really good memories for you as a kiddo, like having, uh, yeah, they having were. big groups. Yeah. Get big groups. You know, you, you learn a strategic skill of mm. how to politely talk on top of each other, there, <laughs> which is good. That's awesome. Uh, you know, um, I, a lot of my great memories are, you know, vehicular it seems like you know sitting yeah sitting on my grandfather's lap driving down you know 99th street in the middle of the afternoon at you know four years old which you know you end up in prison these days <laughs> having yeah, that's a right. toddler on your lap in there but that it is different then but uh yes yeah, large family groups it, it uh um seemed to do a really good job for communication skills, learning how to talk to a lot of different people, a lot of different personalities, mm. seeing things from other people's perspective, which I think mm. is a challenge sometimes for, for some people. Uh, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Mm. I mean, I, I, I truly believe that 
the more personalities that you can interject and influence a child growing up, the more well-rounded they're going to be. Uh, and, uh, just, it really helps in, in, in talking to, you know, people from, uh, you know, uh, a business leader down to a colleague down to, you know, a, ch- a child. Yeah. You, you can relate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love that. So, so post high school, you lived with your sister for nine years, planted some roots. It sounds like what, yes. what did uh, what did that season of life look like? So that you know that was interesting. I was I was working and uh, had a marketing internship actually at a credit union. Really, uh, right out of high school, I was going through a Longview Community College and yeah. found their job board. Uh, and the fascinating thing there is to get sidetracked a little bit. It, the uh, they were going through name change at the time, which is just a fascinating experience oh, man. Uh, for really anybody in marketing to be part of an organization during a name change. Because you, you think about the big things. We got to, you know. Put the sign up front or whatever. Yeah. All, yeah, all the way down to, oh, crap, we got some pins in the lobby that still have the old name on. Somebody's yeah. got to go get yeah. those out of there or not. But, you know, so at that time, what, you had some connections in the lending. So we were able to you know secure a, a small little mortgage. And my sister and I bought us a house because mm. uh, it was – cheaper than rent sure and me and her and a couple of our friends uh, shared a house and went to school and and you know, went through a couple of junior colleges there until I committed to evening work through Avila finished mm. my bachelor's degree there yeah. uh, and it was a good experience yeah that's yeah. awesome um I, I think I don't know all the details and I'm eager personally to kind of learn but um I, I know you and met you as as Spartan Foundation Repair owner, Ramjack owner. Um, but you got your career start in IT, is that right? That's right. Which yeah. is a little bit of a different <laughs> well, skill than what you're doing today. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was, uh, when I was little, I used to like uh, sketching floor plans. You know, huh. I was, I'd get graph paper and I'd like to kind of really huh. you know, look at room layouts. And uh, it's like, you know, I think I want to be an architect. And, and and uh, my grandfather was like, well, I think you might have missed the boat on that because we had just kind of gone through a big building boom uh, back at that time. And, uh, you know, I don't know if they're still going to be building stuff as much. <laughs> so he kind of missed the mark on that one. Uh, Bad projection, Grandpa. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Kind-hearted, but, like, maybe missed it. So I always kind of had that as a hobby, but I was, I was very interested in, in, in computers or, or really in more simplistic terms. I've always enjoyed... Or, or my talent has generally been taking a somewhat more complicated concept and being able to simplify it and mm. convey it to someone else in more simple terms that isn't from that mindset. Mm. And so initially that manifested in technology where uh, more so kind of on the graphic design side. Mm. So uh, back to the marketing department, the, the woman I had worked for, her uh, – her husband was regional recruiter for what at that time was Kinko's. Mm. And uh, as my internship was ending, she's like, you know, you got to go talk to talk to them over there. And so I ended up going to work for them in, in their uh, technology center and, mm. and opened up this, one of the stores uh, for them and helped set up the technology center, do the graphic design and layout for folks. And it was a good experience. That's awesome, man. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know you had, uh, I loved Kinko's back in the day, you know, I mean, especially like the scramble, at least for me, like the procrastination, you know, paper bill or like big project in college or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I think they're open 24 hours. Like I can go in there at 2 a.m. and act like I have my stuff together. Yeah. You know, and I tell you, the, the, the great things about that, Great place to work going through college because of exactly sure. what you said. Yeah. 24 hours, schedule flexibility. It doesn't get any better than that. The other interesting thing that was a huge takeaway from my, my time there, I think I was there five or six years, uh, their model had always been a big profit-sharing model. You know, the mm. hourly employees, except for, I think, you know, management or whatnot, but they always did this profit pool thing. And what I saw as a culture is it really created a, a yes-we-can type of atmosphere you know uh, the the procrastinator yeah pick on me yeah yeah no would, that's me that's would, me would would come in you know hey i got this uh, presentation tomorrow and you know in your mind you're thinking well hey. you know, dude why didn't you do this a week that's ago right. you know it's 10 o'clock at night that's right i got all this other stuff to do but because 
you were partially incented to do that, it really created this culture of, yeah, we can get that done for you and everybody work harder and they get it done. And, and I really firmly believe in that as a great model for team building. It's, it's brilliant. My mind's going to um, a, a, a client we work with, um, similar, similar concept, totally different industry, but they had a, um, a competitor had, had through COVID, not their fault, but through COVID had, had to basically shut their production lines down. And this massive retailer calls our, our client um, and says, hey, our current supplier shut down. There's bad stuff, you know, production-wise going on. Um, we need help. Like, our customers need, need uh, we, we got to keep this thing going. Um, I'm trying to be vague. <laughs> like, be it, it, it's a, it, whatever. Um, but in, in short, the, the client had that exact same response. And this is a big company. And they're like, yeah, no, we got it. Like, we'll figure it out. Right. Like, well, of course. And, and, and I'm thinking through what I know about their comp model and their, their employee bonus program. And all of their employees are tied to upside, tied to both like revenue growth and profitability. Um, every, every, everyone, everybody in accounting, everybody in um, sales and marketing, everybody in production. Um, and, and every other spot along the way. And and the quote that I remember, because we're writing a story for him, and the quote I remember the business development guy saying is like, hey, it's really refreshing to have an operations team that has that same, like, can-do right. figured out. Yeah, we got it, of course. And and they brought this really complicated project to life in five day, five business days, it, which which in that world is, is you know, he said it's it's a virtual impossibility, but our people made it possible is kind of the, the phrase he used. Um, and it's interesting. I had no idea that that Kinko's was kind of founded with that mm-hmm. mentality. Um, and, and I'm sure it's kind of tran- transformed into your current world, which we'll hear about. That's really cool, man. It's really cool. Yeah, you know, it, it, it giving everybody the same target to shoot for really keeps everybody moving in the same direction. I think historically you get a, a divide between, you know, sales and production. Your sales guys are incented one way, your production guys are incented another way. So you inevitably end up with some headbutting there because they're they're not necessarily aligned. You know, sales guys like, customer needs this, we can do it, we got to get it done. Operations guy like, you know, we're at capacity, no, we can't, you know, but combining those together there really gets everybody moving the same way and, and uh, it, it does wonderful things. That's awesome. Um, so you have a you have a stint in IT doing the Kinkos deal. Um, at, at some point, you get into this uh, th- this kind of home service. Yeah. Like so what, how'd that happen? So I, I, during uh, my IT stint, I, I still loved kind of building things and working with my hands as, as a hobby. Mm. And uh, you know, I was I was approached by a guy th- through working through Kinkos about maybe coming to work in this uh, foundation repair industry, mm. which I had really known nothing about before, mm. before this point. And uh, I was like, okay, so, so I'm, I'm intrigued by this. So I, I, I you know, spent a couple of days looking at it and, and I like it because it's, it's a combination of helping people, a combination of a kind of a technical aspect that still has the ability to, mm. to you know, relay that to someone else in a different manner that makes it easier for them to understand and I, I, I uh, it just kind of clicked, and so I, I liked it. And I went, so I went to work at that place, um, and was there for three or four years or so. Uh, and and in that time there, you know, learned a lot, studied a lot, asked a lot of questions that apparently were not normally <laughs> asked. Uh, Such as what do you mean? Uh, uh, you know, well, you know, I, like there's a good story. That there's. A, a guy in in manufacturing from the the uh, supplier that we were we were working with at that time, and uh, his job was to load the trucks. You know, we places would order the uh, materials or the steel. It would get built, and the manufacturer would load it on a truck and and, and deliver it up. And I'd have these weird questions of. And I'd call down and ask this guy because he was kind of the point of contact on that. And he's like, I don't know. I'll find out. Mm. So, and, and we'll come back to, that's Josh. We'll come back to Josh okay. in a little bit later. So, 
ask these questions, learn these things, and, and kind of start this this career. And, and, and while there, I also continued my education, got some uh, construction management classwork done, um, had a nice uh, graduate degree program through uh, Johnson County and, and the BNSF Railroad. Um, so com- completed that during the process and then you know, started my own. Hmm. You know, fast forward a few years later, I ended up working with this same manufacturer and I go down there for some training and this guy, Josh, is now their head of production. And when we're doing a walkthrough, he, he stops and introduced me to some people and he says, you know, th- this guy, Andrew, I worked with him, you know, 10 years ago and he would keep calling with these random questions <laughs> and I had no idea. And so I would have to go find out and I'd go ask, I learned it. And, and he said it was really instrumental in his learning and taking him from the guy that loaded the truck to now the guy that, you know, uh, heads production. And I thought that was really nice. I had no idea. Um, but it was really nice to hear, uh, on, on how that went, but I, I just, you know, seemed to be inquisitive and, and wanted to know things that were not historically asked. That's right? awesome, man. Uh, it's, it's awesome. And I, I, it feels like, um, really important to kind of say like the, the way I imagine the way you, you walked into that industry with that curiosity and that kind of inquisitive sort you use, which I love, um, was probably a little disruptive in the sense of, um, I, I, because I know you, I know your questions weren't like ignorant or foolish. Your questions were curious, inquisitive. Like, why are we doing this? Why does this make sense? Why did you load it this way? Why? Okay, c- cool. I understand you've done it like this forever, but like, it's not efficient or whatever. So like, I, and again, knowing you the way we do, um, those questions are really, you, you do have a really strong sense or m- maybe intuition. I don't know if that's too too strong or nerdy or whatever, but like um, you, you have a way, and you've said it, but kind of synthesizing um, complex or complicated. You, you have the ability to kind of see through it pretty quickly to kind of dissect what's what's real, what what the core issues are, which is cool. Um, so I imagine for, for Josh, poor Josh is loading the truck like, Hey man, like I don't know. They just told me to put this shit on the th- right. on the flatbed right. and tie it down so it's safe when it gets there. Like I don't know why we do it. Whatever the specifics are, um, but that's really cool. Maybe oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What's interesting is it really pisses some people off because I, you know, I'm the guy that, you know, somebody will, you know, my my wife will make dinner or something like that, which is fantastic. And I'll, oh, this is really really good. You know, what would be great in this is this, and it makes her so mad. <laughs> And I don't mean anything by it. Yeah. It's just the way that it yeah. works. Yeah. This is fantastic, but you know what would make it even better type mm. of thing. Mm. And, and so uh, I end up buttoning in an awful lot, and I apologize for that to anybody that I've offended o- over the years. But uh, it's just, uh, I guess it's the creative. As I really have no hobbies, that's my creative outlet <laughs> is giving people my opinion. <laughs> That's awesome. That, so that's awesome, and, and I, I I love the the tongue in cheek, but the the, the I th- there is a gift there, and, and I'm reminded of a, a former boss I had, where you would I would come in, eat procrastination or not, two a.m. Kinko's version of me or well prepared version of me would come into his office with this plan to kind of get you know review with him and. The, the hope was to get it blessed, whatever it was, marketing plan, a sales plan, a staffing plan, whatever. Um, and I'd like present him the thing and sit there and feel pretty confident. And uh, he would almost have that same, you know, hey, you made a great meal here, Justin, but what would be fantastic is, and he'd always ask the, the question or two that like, I'm like, damn it, <laughs> like, how did I not think of that? And, and that one, the, the one or two questions he would always ask would, would just slightly, it wasn't like he's scrapping my ideas. He, it was just a slight nuance or tweak to expose me or to change my perspective or to enlighten um, a different viewpoint. And, and it was, and in the moment, it, it does, it feels really intimidating and scary because you're like, oh man, what's he going to say? And how's he going to respond? And what's, what question is he going to ask? And it'd make me, you know, kind of have these mental fits. Um, but, but I imagine that for, for you, in the ways that you've built your team, which we're going to talk about, um, those questions are powerful. They're not heavy-handed, but they're powerful to to, to provide insight and to, to encourage your team um, and, and those you work with to, to 
to continue to be sharp and refine their their own mindset, I'd imagine. Well, and I think that's where you know innovation comes from. You know, the this is the way we used to do it is a narrow minded, or this is the way we've always done it is a narrow minded uh, way of doing things. And I think you got to be open to to change. You got to be open to disruption, and um, you know that that that's really what creates positive change. You know, one of my favorite stories is that, you know, years ago I I belonged to one of those, you know, the the boxing workout oh, fran- yeah, yeah. franchise places. And uh, great place, you know, had a lot of fun, great place to work out, but I really struggled with the, sh- the strictness of the schedule. You know, the only classes at these specific times or whatever. And so it, it ended up, it wasn't working out. So I, w- I went in there to... Uh, with, quit the gym. What's that old friends episode? Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I go, I go in there to do that. It's so hard. And, and you know <laughs> the the time slot I went in to do that, they're you know completely dead. And go in there, the guys on the phone, and I'm listening to one half of the conversation while I'm waiting that that, that uh, somebody else is quitting the gym over the phone. <laughs> and he goes through. Well, you, you know, does everything in his power to try to try to bring this person back. Uh, and they decide to, to go ahead and quit. And so when he's done, I asked him, I said, hey, you know, I, he- I heard you t- talking about that, and, and, and you've got the uh, um, you know, cancellation clauses and all that. I was like, do you, do you ever really hold people to the fire on that? If, if it's still under contract, do you always say, no, nope, sorry? He's like, you know, we, we do everything we can to try to keep them, but inevitably if they're not going to it, we just, we just got to let them out of it. I said, well, have you ever thought about changing your billing model? Like, what if you, you front-loaded your contracts because then you're incentivizing people to stay because their rate's getting cheaper the longer you go, and we talk about this and that and that, and he looks at me and he says, hey, do you have a few minutes? And he proceeds to get on the phone. We have a conference call with three other franchises at the same time and talk about this thing there. And it was fantastic, and I loved it. And that, I mean, that's what I want to be when I grow up, essentially. that That's what I, I'd, I'd like to do. And, and uh just outside the box, how can things, things can always be proved, improved and, and how can we do that? That's really what I enjoy doing. Oh, that's awesome. It makes me smile, man. That, um, it's so awesome. And if so, it's so you, it's perfect. Um, so man, we, I, I love that we got sidetracked, but we did. So you're, you're working, um, with, with Josh at doing oh. the foundation repair thing. Um, at some point you kind of branched out and said, Hey, like, and maybe it's that same inquisitive and curious gene that kind of said, "Hey, like maybe there's a better way to do this, and I could do my own thing." Yeah, I mean, what was that journey like? So that would that uh, it's slightly painful, you know. It, it uh, half necessity, half um, a good thing. But I, I I started becoming a little bit bored with you know looking in the house, making a recommendation, proposing a repair, going to the next, you know, and. As and so I talked to, to my boss at the time. I was like, "Hey, do you, you know, I'd, I'd like to start looking at some commercial projects." You know, I just finished my construction management program, and, and was you know really into the the commercial building process. And and so I just kind of ventured out to start, you know, meeting with contractors, meeting with engineers, meeting with architects to talk about different solutions and, and things. And uh, it really kind of started this division there and really enjoyed it and and had a lot of success there and, and inevitably led to some kind of differences of opinions mm-hmm. and at the end of the day I needed to go a different route and uh, in, in doing so I just decided the next logical step was I, I created this whole division out of nothing which is kind of like starting your own business absolutely so let's just try it and, and when was this roughly? The, the 2007. 2007. Okay. So perfect timing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> perfect timing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you people know, will be saying that about 2020 at some point. They'll be like, "Oh, you started this thing in 2020. Perfect timing. The whole world is falling apart. Great." That's right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, put my toe in the water and decided to just just step out there and start. Mm. Uh, and it was scary. Uh, I wrote I wrote a real long business plan, you know, three quarter inch thick there. And, and uh, did you print it at Kinko's? Uh, probably actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the time. 
and you know went into a bank and you know hey this is what I'd like to do and I'd, I'd like some money to do that hey fantastic presentation really appreciate it probably who's saying this the bank the bank okay yeah. okay Pro- probably the uh, most in-depth business plan we, we we've seen on, on this type of thing but I'm sorry no we can't give you any money and like well okay I kind of sell that company so a, a, a couple stints doing that uh, without funding started looking at other ways and decided well I think if I uh, do this right I can just get it going with some different credit cards and things of that nature and so kind of put everything I had into this wow. to, to get it going. Uh, Were you married at the time? I was married at the okay. time. Okay. Kids? I uh, had one kid, uh, one on the way, and had recently moved into a, a new house. Okay. So yeah. not the best judgment on my part, and I do get reminded of that <laughs> sometimes. Uh, but, uh, you know, with with the support of my family and just did it and just a lot of hard work and a lot of really long painful hours and you know my wife was hugely supportive of it Mm. and we just kept digging at it and a lot of luck too and and just kind of got there when did when did you 07 quit a job have a wife have a kid have another one on the way have a mortgage um those those years are terrifying and painful but also at least I, I'm sure similar to, to my experience. Um, also really exhilarating right? and, and, and exciting. And, um, and, and th- those extremes, I, you know, I've, I've, I've used the, the words, you know, the description to friends or, or family who've asked, I'm, you know, I'm like, man, the, the highs have never been higher and the lows are like gut punch, you know, right. a corporate gig, you like lose it. You know, even losing a job is terrifying. But you're like, oh, I'll go get another one. Um, or you lose a client or something happens or your boss is mean or whatever. Like the, the highs are, you know, there's still some volatility. Um, the long-winded question here is like, when did you know you were onto something? Like when did, when did those, those lows and those panic bars start to level out a little bit and you realize like, oh, wait a second. Like you can start to see maybe a little bit more on the horizon. You know, well, first of all, I mean, Fear is a fantastic motivator. <laughs> so yes. uh, having all the, the you know, the, the, the new family there and needing to provide for them is a great motivator to get you out yeah. the door every single yeah. day Amen. And, and, and doing that. Um, Amen. But, I, you know, I would say it was probably, you know, every bit of six months or a year before I really started feeling comfortable that, yeah, I think this is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I had no idea it had the potential that it had of where it was going, but for the time being that, you know, uh, it was working great. And, you know, we had developed a nice little referral base. I mean, we were a referral-only business for, for years. We didn't really start any marketing until, you know, 2016, late wow. 2017. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just really the, you know, honestly, what I think – I, I talk about, I think, both my grandfathers a lot because they were both very powerful influences on me in different ways. But uh, t- taking care of people is just it's powerful how that feeds on itself and it does things. And, and, and one, of my grand, one of my grandfather's career was in customer service in the airline industry. The other one was in the lawn care industry. So both service-related. And, and, and matter of fact, that was my first real job. Well, not real job. That was my first paying job was summers uh, out of school mowing mowing grass for my grandpa. So I spent a lot of time riding around uh, in the truck, listening to him, seeing him with customers. And, you know, I remember the first time I I saw him fire a customer, which is an interesting concept if you think about it. What does that mean to fire a customer? And so his clientele is all, you know, high-end Mission Hills, uh, that type of client. And, 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 you know, we're, we're, we're working. He's been doing this for 35, 40 years at this point. Uh, customer comes out, you know, uh, Mr. Fry, I was wondering, uh, uh, my, my grass, can you cut it a little bit shorter? I like how it looks when it's shorter. He said, well, you know, sir, it's, it's getting into July in Kansas City, and it's hot, and it's, you know, it's, they go back and forth on this there. And it, 
And it, with each interaction, it kind of goes up just a little bit. <laughs> the emotions there. rise. Yeah. yeah. And it got, you know, to the point of, of if I cut this shorter, it's going to burn. And I don't want any of my yards, any of my customers' yards looking bad because that reflects on me. And I, I'm sorry, I can't. You're at, you know, if you really want that much shorter, you're going to have to find somebody else to do it. And we wow. were done. And what I took from that is he felt so passionately about mm. not only his reputation, but what was right or what was the best thing to take care of the customer, even though the customer maybe didn't know that, took precedence over everything. I mean, he sacrificed the customer for that principle. And I really took that to heart. Mm. There. Mm. Uh, and it, it's it's been an interesting uh, guiding thing moving forward on, uh, on how, how to look at things. And again, I think I got completely off track of what you originally asked Oh, it's asked beautiful, me. man. I should be a politician. <laughs> I just danced right around that It's, da- it's dangerous with yeah. me because I, I, uh, I am just fine with rabbit trails, okay. man. Just Very fine good. with them. Uh, in fact, sometimes prefer them. So, like, it's all good. I, I think, and, and that's where the some of the, the meaning and the depth behind, it's one thing to be like, hey, I started this business in 07, to look at it, like, chronologically or to look at it on your LinkedIn profile or whatever. Um that, that's cool and, and neat, but like the the depth behind riding in the truck with grandpa, learning how to deal with a customer who isn't the right fit and like how that, how that lesson has impacted uh, your operation is it, like, that's, that's why we have these conversations because that doesn't, that you don't write that on your LinkedIn updates. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, you might, I, I just, yeah, I, I, I think it's really, really cool. Um, the, the, you know, first year is this like gritty hard get through it. Mm-hmm. What what kind of you know between the 0809 to start marketing in 2016 2017. What what was that journey like? All in Kansas City, right? All in Kansas time? City. Okay, yeah. Spartan. I yeah. mean, honestly, the hardest part was uh, starting to trust and hire people mm. that I didn't know. I mean, when I when I you know. When I first started, it was basically I'd hit up family members. Yep. You know, hey, you know, this one's a, a teacher. Do you want to, in the summertime when you're not in school, do you want to help out? Uh, you know, or this one's a college student or whatever. It, and, you know, then that led. There's deep trust there. There's inherent trust. Right. Yeah, sure. And, you know, because in the beginning, it's, you know, me and whoever's helping me out on site producing the work during the day and then in the evening going and seeing the customers and these type of things to, to, to have new work yep. for the next place to go to. Uh, so there's still the on hands on site hundred percent of the time thing. So it, it also made it easier to take people that had no idea what they're doing. And yeah. it's just like, you know, Hey, just do this, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do this right here. You know, lather, yep. rinse, repeat type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So step out and hiring, people that I didn't really, and, and even really I say hiring people I don't know, it always starts with, you know, a friend of a friend of a friend or, you know, yeah. uh, you know, one of, you know, a cousin's some friend. Connection or, 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 some connection of Exactly. Yeah. And so then you start, you know, start hiring people and that, and that lets you start to be in multiple places at once. And, and that's a interesting process in, it, in itself. Uh, and it's just really, it took a while mm. to, to let loose on the reins to let other people do these. And, and as that continued to go, we started, you know, I've always been a really process-oriented guy. So kind of early on, is like, okay, this is where we're at now, but let's build a process for so when we're, you know, 10 years down the road in a, in a larger capacity, this process will still work. So we don't have to recreate the wheel mm. 10 times on the way getting there. So we would, uh, I mean, again, that ever-evolving and and disrupting mentality. Uh, How can we do it different? How can we do it better? Okay, let's do that. Okay, now let's change it again. Okay, now let's change it again. And I think the the people in my inner circle that that have helped build this company, it's probably driven them nuts over the years, but they kind of know that's how we operate Mm -hmm. uh, on always changing something. And uh, over a period of time, we just continue to do that. We found a good model that, seemed to work out well and uh, made it easier to replicate and just continue to grow. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm laughing cause it, it it's, there's, there's a lot as you're talking, you're, you're 13 years into your journey. I'm four. 
not even almost. Um, and, and there's so much that I'm, I resonate with as you talk about your, your growth and your, your like being in multiple places at once like that. There's a real sense of, this sounds really dramatic to say it this way. There's a sense of grief almost in the, like the, the losing of the, the, the perception of the loss of control. Um, and, and, and then, but what's cool, at least in my journey is every time it literally every time when I'm like death grip, white knuckling something that I think is mine or my way. Um, and when I start to, I, I love your language, like loosen the reins a little bit. It's like, it gets replaced with something better and something more beautiful and something more well-rounded than like my perspective on it. But damn, that's hard. Right. <laughs> and, and I am not process oriented. Like I'm, I'm the opposite of, um, and so to, to hear your journey is really, is really refreshing. Cause it, it, it is, I think that is a, a struggle and a challenge is growth is great. Um, but it comes with it. it Andrew's not every day, like digging up the, the hole to place the pier and do the repair. Like, and you're probably really damn good at it still, you know? Um, but that, but that's not the best use for your company. The best value of Andrew isn't doing that anymore. Well, it, it's funny because you get to a point where the guys are now convinced that you're fragile. <laughs> and like I go on a site now and I pick up a shovel and it, it, you give it long enough. Somebody comes over and takes it away from me. Uh, you're like, hey, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're convinced now that either, a, you know, I'm going to hurt myself or hurt, hurt <laughs> That's something awesome. else. So, uh, but, you know, that's the other thing. I just, I've been that's awesome. hugely fortunate with just a great group of people you know everybody in our organization is you know supportive and fantastic and uh really cares about one another it's an interesting paradigm because you know a new person will come on board and there's always that period of you know hey what do you what do you think a new guy oh they're no good they can't do it and, and <laughs> okay, well, you know, hang in there. Let's see what happens. And then you check back another month. And, and you know, six months later, they're going to each other's houses for Thanksgiving or things like that. And it's the same mm-hmm. thing every mm-hmm. time. Somebody new starts, nobody likes them. They're a little bit distrusting. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and then ultimately there, there's a, a brotherhood there. And they, they uh, just, I mean, working close together every single day, I think that's just what does it to you. Yeah. But everybody kind of learns their, their personality. And yeah. we, uh, you know, harass each other quite a bit. There's some, you know, we've got the, an interesting mix of, uh, you know, Chiefs fans and Broncos fans and Raiders fans. So there's always somebody making fun of somebody for, you know, how'd that of game course. last week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Naturally. Um, you, at some point you grew beyond kind of the, the lovely, but the confines of Kansas City. Um, how'd that happen? So that's... I know that's a story in of itself, I'm sure. Honestly, that's inner Josh. Come okay. back in, come okay. back in at this point in our story. So... Up until this point, you know, one, you know, once I, I, I left working for someone, uh, you know, I no longer had Josh, <laughs> and <laughs> and I'm doing my, you know, doing my own thing as an independent, uh, working with different suppliers from around the country, minding my own business, uh, growing the company, and then in uh, uh, twenty late 2016, early 2017, uh, get approached by by Ramjack, and, and they're, you know, hey. We're looking to make a move with our franchise in that market. Uh, we've been kind of keeping an eye on you, um, wondering if you'd be interested in, in looking at that. And went down, did some meetings with there, and this is the time when I run into to Josh, who I had remembered. And I was like, you know, what are you doing? And this is when he tells me this story, and he's telling the guy that's with me that his awesome. his, his journey. Uh, and so I came out of that deal or out of that meeting with the Kansas city franchise and the Wichita franchise. And Literally so out of that meeting, out, out of that. Yeah. Out of that meeting. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Cause I, I actually went to that at that time. Uh, you know, we've been working in Kansas city for a long time, but commercially I'd got <gasps> connected with a couple of different contractors doing some uh, quite a bit up into Iowa. Mm. So my actual intent was to go to that meeting yeah, I can take care of Kansas City. What about Iowa? And instead, before I even got to that, you know, we're talking and I'm, I'm holding my cards close to my chest. And I said, what do you know about Wichita? 
I, I know nothing about Wichita. What about Wichita? It's well, in we, Kansas. Yeah, it's in Kansas, <laughs> right? Uh, the, you know, the, the, we've got a corporate store down that location, and what we're finding out is we're really, really good at building product and manufacturing and franchise support, but we're not really, really good at running a location. Um, that's okay. Well, let's talk about yeah. that. Yeah, I'm intrigued. So we talk about that. Um, I, I kind of look at what they've got going on there, look at their market numbers a little bit. And I was like, yeah, I think I, I think I can do this. And uh, so we inevitably, you know, inked, inked a deal to, to take over both of those. I took over the, the lease they had on a space down there, you know, kept a few of the employees that they had down there. And now all of a sudden we're a, a, a two lo, a two location business and we're running in Kansas city now and we're running it in Wichita. And, um, you know, basically it was starting all over again there, you know, but fortunately we had good people in place here that Kansas city was nice and stable and I could focus a lot of mm. energy down there mm. and get that up and going. And, and it was really, honestly, it was really refreshing for me because I, I tend to be, and I, and I think most entrepreneurs probably are, there's a, there's a shelf life there before you kind of start to get bored. Mm. Uh, and it, I was ready to do something else. And, and, and part of the big decision on, on, on Ramjack, by the way, was that that was about the time when I was ready to start going to the next level of going to market. Mm. And I'm looking at this like, okay, they've already got this network of franchises around uh, the country. They've already got certain marketing elements built out and, compo- and, and, and ready to go. You know, I could do this and jump ahead, you know, 12, 18 months on marketing development, or I can continue as an independent and figure it all out, build all this stuff out on, on my own. And so that, that was a huge uh, component in, in my decision there. So, so now we're, we've got these two locations and this is in 17. This is in 17. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so the first thing I do, I start looking at what they're doing things and we kind of break everything down and start over and start to implement, implement our model down there that, that we our procedures that we've been building on. And, and the, the cool thing about it is, you know, we were doing uh, remote working before it was cool. I think it's cool now, right? I don't know. Uh, and so our, a lot of our core back office stuff was already set up for this person working from their home there, or this person working from their home there. So we, you know, we had, you know, the office and the facility in Lenexa, uh, but none of the back office support had to be there. They could be anywhere. It was all right? decentralized. Yeah. 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 And so what that enabled Super us smart. to do is now we've got the second location, we can do the same back office work for that from here. So overhead costs are, you know, cut in half essentially because they're now split between the two locations. And so we, we, we start doing the same thing down there and, and working on things there and, and gradually growing that. And uh, uh, it was only, you know, we turned that, that around uh we turned that around through cutting honestly i mean they 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 were doing a lot of things to try to be big even though they were small and just had a tremendous you know advertising expense but not necessarily the infrastructure to support it and so we just kind of said you know what let's go small and let's build this right from the beginning and then grow instead of trying to start two years down the road and trip over a lot of stuff on the way so, you know, we, we had them profitable within, you know, about a year. Awesome. Uh, and again, got very fortunate with getting some of the some of the right people in the right places down there. Um, and they're uh, they they've been doing really well ever since. That's awesome. And then you fast forward then into uh, about a year, year and a half later, you know, Ramjack says. We've got this other location down in, 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 in Columbia, Missouri, that you know, he's been struggling for a long time and, and not really holding up his end of the deal, taking care of customers and, and, and these. Would you be interested in another one? So we start talking about that. Um, and that, that location had Columbia and St. Louis. 
And I said, you know, honestly, I, I, I don't want to do both right now. I'll take, I'll take Columbia, but St. Louis, too big of a market, too far away. Uh, they had some management changes at Ramjack at that time anyway. Well, that's okay. I think that, uh, mm. I think we're going to keep that one as a corporate store anyhow. Uh, so I, I started with Columbia and then same thing, you know, stripped it down, started back small, worked on building up, um, Worked out really well, actually, because some of the key people here had family down there that they wanted to move. So some of the, my oh, longest awesome. employees here, I actually just said, what do you think about running your own location? So we set set them up down there in Columbia. I could trust them. They've been with me forever. They knew the system. And and now we're putting them on a path to to, you know, awesome. to, to change in their lives, too. So do the same thing in another six months, a year down the road. Ramjack comes back and, and says, uh, what do you think about St. Louis? <laughs> so, uh, their their you know, corporate experiment didn't didn't quite work out there, or I'm not sure what conditions changed. but uh, So we picked that one up too. And so um, that's where we are today. You know, we got awesome. these four locations, these four cities, and just uh, love taking care of it. That's awesome, man. How big, um, like, team-wide, like, what's the what's – the, Andrew Ramjack family look like? So it's funny because um, you don't really, you know, you talk to all these people every day, but you never in in your mind think about them all together at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I've got you know, the team down there and the team over here and the team over there. And uh, we were on a conference call I think it was doing like health insurance renewals or something like that. And, you know, it was, it was me, the, the insurance lady and, uh, um, one of, one of our admins and, and they're like, well, how, how many employees? I, I was like, I, I don't know what do we got. What, you know, <laughs> 28, 30, something like that. Andrew, you have 46 employees now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. That yeah. got out of hand. Yeah. So uh, I was like, That's okay. Awesome. Yeah. So I didn't. I 46. Yeah. yeah. I'm at 46. I mean, it's not, you know, I don't have a board where no, I no, tally no. everybody totally. here. Totally. And, and when you, when I go to the here to there, you know, it's you like, yeah. yeah hey, there's hey, eight John, or 10 here. Larry, yeah. You know, you yeah. know everybody totally. there. But it, you just never sit down and add it up. So, awesome. uh, you know, that, but that speaking of, so surprising numbers, they're, I'm, this has really absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about other than, than it has to do with numbers, and it's funny. Uh, you know, my, my birthday was yesterday, yeah. and, and uh, I, I get home, and my wife and kids had a, a birthday cake. And, you know, my, my, my boys are sitting with me because they still are, are young enough. They like blowing out the candles. And uh, they put the the uh, uh, the numbers in the candle. There's a, it's a it's a four and a two, and, and 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 genuinely, the very first thought of my mind was not oh I'm forty two years old. I was like, why is Jackie Robinson's number on my birthday cake? I, it didn't really occur to me. It's like oh crap, that's that's, that's <laughs> me. Yeah, that's me. I actually, talking about me. Yeah. So <laughs> it went from this is great to confused to somewhat depressed. Wait a second. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so just the numbers sneak up on you, I guess, is the moral of the story. That, yeah, that's awesome. That's uh, so awesome. So, yeah. So, so that's awesome. It, it uh, at, at that time, looking, you know, 46, it, it then, it really, you start to think about, and in the early days, that's really, it's interesting the, the change in the thought process on the things that you worry about, you know, you know, going back to the beginning, it's, you know, how, you know, how do we keep the babies fed and take, you know, make the house payment and, you know, and take care of things to, to get the, as we're getting things started to then it eventually morphs into, you know, we got these other people's lives now that we're responsible for and they've got their families on there and, and it just kind of builds on top of it. And, but to me, it's, it's always got to be about, you know, taking care of, you know, the people that you know, that help, the people that put you in the place that you are today, 
because uh, if you don't if you don't treat people right, whether it's your customers, or your employees, they're not going to take care of you either. And so making that family environment has been very very important. Man, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's- I, which, by the way, if it makes a difference, I really have no idea how many aunts, uncles, and cousins I have combined without sitting down and thinking about that either. <laughs> I think there may be 46 of those as well. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, no, I, I take that story to mean, like, it's it's um, the, the word, again, this will sound silly coming out, but, like, it has blossomed into this really fruitful and healthy and vibrant uh organization organism like entity it's a it's a it's a living evolving changing um vi- uh, vibrant thing that's like in real time continues to and which i think is cool going back to uh to, to your 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 story there of like yeah you're 46 right and like that that health insurance renewal call next october 59, whatever it is, yeah, right? Like yeah. that's a, that's a really neat, I think, abundant, really powerful um, journey. And again, I know it's, it's, they're, they're much more convoluted and winding and volatile than some straight line growth. Like that's obnoxious when people think like, oh, we just started this thing and now it's like super amazing. It's like, dude, it's way harder than that and way grittier than that and way scarier than that. Um, but like that, that, insurance broker and admin and Andrew call where you go, Oh man, it's yeah. 46. Yeah. 46 yeah. <laughs> is really, really cool and profound. Um, but before we wrap, I'd love to, you know, hear, hear your thoughts on two things. One is, um, the, the power of, and, and it's a little bit self-serving cause I think we're, we're helping you do this, which has really been fun for our team, but the, the power of connecting to, the homeowner or the commercial project owner, their emotions and what they're going through. Like, how do you, how do you kind of think through the lens of, um, you know, frankly, no offense, no one wants to call the foundation repair guy. Right. That's a, that's a bad call because you're going, Oh gosh, like uh, maybe if I ignore that crack for six more months, it'll go away. Like it's the service engine soon light. Right. Right. Um, at least for me, I like ignore those things until they, they get gaping. Uh, so like, no, that's number one. And then number two is as you kind of survey the horizon, um, where are you headed? Like where, what are you excited about? Like sure. in, over this next pick a time frame, five years, 10 years, like where, where does, you know, when the 52 is on the birthday cake, uh, what, what do you, what do you think that season of life looks like for you? Yeah. You know, um, I think I, I like I like building things and I like uh, changing things mm. and improving things and so I think that mm. um, you know like I said earlier when you know when I grow up I want to be type of thing uh, I ultimately I I think I'll probably you know I mean we'll we'll always do this we'll always have you know people in the right places to, to take care of the customers we have. But, uh, you know, as I grow personally, I'd like to kind of take a step back there and, and kind of focus more on the, uh, helping other people build something, yeah. you know, uh, you want to start a business. Okay. What does that look like? Why do you want to do it that way? What are some ways that, that we can help? And I think that taking that kind of that kernel that we built, uh, of, um, back office things, I think, will and ultimately kind of morph into its own entity where we'll mm-hmm. start providing some of those services for other Super small smart. businesses or, you know, it doesn't even need to be contractor specific, uh, but just, you know, talking with people and, and hearing what they're passionate about and, and what are they good at and how do you put people in the right places. Uh, so I, I think... I would find the most joy in doing that as kind of a way of giving back. You know, I've, there were mm. people instrumental in my life getting me to where I'm, I'm at, and I'd like to be one of those people for somebody else too. Mm. Um, so I think that's uh, uh, where I'd like to go. Um, and I, you had another question in there. I yeah, just the, like, the need from an emotional connection like that that oh yeah that transfer of trust from 
really skeptical long before you guys knew we existed in the world. You were doing this, which is which is beautiful. But like that exchange between nervous, frustrated, scared homeowner to ramjack guy or girl sure. rolling up as the expert. I, I, the, it, and it, it ties all the way back, I think, to the way you talked about the your family growing up and being able to quietly talk over each other. Right. <laughs> but you made a comment about... Um, I, I don't think I said quietly, but go ahead. <laughs> just yeah. gradually yeah. <laughs> continuing. Right. Um, but you, you, you made a comment that I picked up on really early on that like I think ties back to this is seeing it from someone else's perspective, being able to have that emotional intelligence right. and that awareness to say your your team never shows up and like sells anything you, you come alongside and view through their perspective and then have the chance I'm, i guess i'm answering your question unfortunately well, well, hey, go what's, ahead what's funny here's what ends up happening <laughs> it is uh and i remember the first time that it happened and what's amazing is, is it's happened multiple times almost with the exact same words uh i get uh hey hey andrew Really nice to meet you. I hope I never see you again. <laughs> you know that that type of thing. Uh, and you're right because it is scary, and 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 people often don't want to confront issues that that their property may be having, particularly if it's something that they they may not understand what, why it's doing that. And to us, I think um, at at heart, I, I'm. And I think it's a good portion of my whole family. We have a lot of teachers in, mm-hmm. in our family. And so I tend to be a little bit of a teacher at heart as well. And so uh, my approach and philosophy has always been through education. You know, I think my, my firm belief is that if, I, if, I, if I've done my job right, if I can enter this situation and, and figure out what's going on, which is really not the hard part. The hard part is conveying that to somebody else in, in language that they can understand. Uh, because, you know, you can have some very, very, very smart people, you know, a, a physicist, astronomer, you know, uh, rocket scientist. I, 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 I pick on rocket scientists because I, I, I love space things. And, and we've done a couple projects where I, I feel where I'm normally in awe of what they do, there's a couple brief glimpses huh. in there where huh. they got to be in awe of what, 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 we, what we do. But they may be top expert in their field, but that doesn't mean that they know a thing at all about how their house is put together or how things change through seasonal cycles. And so uh, conversely, you may have an, a, 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 you, know, my, you know, my grandmother who is – done a lot of wonderful things in her life and knows a lot of things, but there's really no reason at all. She should be a foundation expert (laughs) and and really isn't. But so if you can figure out how to connect with those people and if nothing else, just educate why what's happening, what's happening, why what's happening is happening Mm. and Mm. what your options are to do about it. Everything else kind of takes care of itself at, at that point. And I, and I would contend that if you are in these situations and something doesn't make sense, that either the guy that is taking you through it hasn't spent enough time to convey it to you or, or communicate it to you or doesn't know himself, then you know, that, that's an issue. So it's just a matter of taking the time, learning how to communicate with the, the person so that they're understanding as well and, and taking this complex, scary thing and break it into something that's, that's manageable and, and the small parts take care of themselves at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. It's beautiful. It's, yeah. it's really brilliant. And, um, and, and it, and it's true to the ways that, that every encounter with your team has been that for us. Um, and, and I know that that's the way it's, it's manifested in, in the home and in the, on the commercial project too. It's, it's super cool. Um, man, I, I, I could chase rabbits with you all day. I love this conversation. Um, but I've, I've extended my hour with you. Uh, so let's wrap up. Um, the, we end every show with the same five questions. Um, and so no right or wrong answer, just whatever, whatever comes to mind. Um, number one, what is the last or, or, or most impactful, I don't know, either way, 
um, book that you read or listened to? You know, interestingly, a lot of people, the self-improvement or the, you know, the, the Zig Ziglar's of the world. A lot yeah. of people, I, I'd struggle with those. I mean, you yeah. know, I had to listen to some of them. Good, great was a yeah. good one. Jim Collins in there. Uh, but, you know, for reading enjoyment, it doesn't, probably doesn't sound like it, but I'm, I'm kind of a big nerd, if you will. <laughs> so I, I don't remember the name of it, but it was basically about r- general relativity. And just, oh boy. Yeah, it was fantastic. And, and uh, learning about science and space. Like I said, I mean, the, yeah. You know, that would be the other thing I'd like to do when I grow up is be a, you know, a rocket something guy or something. I don't want to go into space, but just work on stuff. You know? That's awesome. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you're way smarter than me, dude. That's awesome. Um, number two, what would you do if you weren't afraid? Um, you know, the gut answer on that is not a whole lot because mm. fear, like I said earlier, tends to be a pretty big motivator for me. But if, I, you know... It, uh, if I wasn't, a, if, if I could, if I could do something and I wasn't be afraid of it, uh, that's a very hard question. Yeah. I, I don't know, <laughs> honestly. That's okay. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and, and I think, I mean, your life has proven that, like, you've kind of stared fear in the face and said, we're good. Like we can keep going. Like you said, fear is a terrific motivator, and like, but it 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 hasn't prevented you from moving forward, which is cool. No, I mean, you know, my biggest fear is failure. That's really it. Mm-hmm. it being being afraid of failing, but so it, it but it just keeps you moving. It keeps you from being complacent and from from not changing things. You know, I don't want to ever say, yeah, that system is good enough. It doesn't need to be tinkered with or adjusted or played with anymore. Because uh, then you're not you're not moving forward. I love it. So I hope I'm never not afraid. I guess would be how I would answer that. The great tinkerer. That's <laughs> that will be on your. Uh, <laughs> not to be morbid, but that, that'll be on your your gravestone. Here lies Andrew Felicity, the great tinkerer. Got it. That's <laughs> all. I mean, it's beautiful, man. Making making things better in increments. Um, the <laughs> now, I've, now I've lost my trail. Um, number three. If uh, you were just kind of laying around the house or working on tinkering on something at, at the house, what would uh, what would what's your favorite T-shirt? Favorite T-shirt? Oh, by far my uh, USC Avengers shirt. Whoa, nice! Yeah, so it is a it is and it's it is worn, man. It is beat it's up. Awesome. My my sister gave it to me actually. Okay. Because uh, we have some family in Southern California, so uh, USC is is. is one of our teams that we like, and, and they have a, a shirt that's got a bunch of the Avengers on it. And that's awesome. Uh, it's great. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. I love it. Um, what's your favorite place on earth to go, to go tinker? My favorite place on earth? I, you know, I, I got to say, I mean, we really enjoy the, the visiting the family out in Southern California. It's just a pretty place. Yeah. Uh, you know, seeing the mountains and the ocean at the same time is just breathtaking to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous for sure. All right, man. Um, last one. When it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? Um, care, caring about people. I think that, uh, you know, it's important to me that uh, you know, everybody that uh, that I work with knows that they, they can come to me if they need something, if they need help, and that I'll do everything in my power to, to help them there and, uh, you know, my, my role models of, of, of my dad and, and my grandfathers are like all three of them, very selfless human beings. And if I could get to their level at some point, I would consider myself blessed. Mm, damn. What a good answer, man. I'm really thankful. Um, that's powerful. I connected to that in that moment. That's really powerful. Um, ramjack.com. Where else can people follow along on your journey if they so choose. You're on uh, LinkedIn, we're on right? LinkedIn, okay. we're on on Facebook. Um, the uh, when are you write when are you writing your book? Yeah, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. I don't I don't know what it would be about, but that would be interesting there to, to do that. Could. So we'll that's something to think about. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, yeah yeah LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Ramjack.com, phone call. 
we're, you know, we'll, we'll do it all. But uh, I'm I'm old school, so not the Instagrammer or the uh, uh, that's you guys. You're not the TikToker. Not the TikToker. <laughs> no. It's weird. I, it's funny because again, back to the the the, the with the. Uh, you know, the, with Facebook and then inevitably there's the birthday wishes on there. Uh, and what does my wife call it? Um, when I will read things and look, but I never put go, not a, I don't, there's a phrase for it when you, when you don't post things, but you look at things. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so I did more of a consumer, more of a, yeah. So yeah. I, I kind of did my first, uh, you know, Business-wise, I've done postings yeah. and things like yeah. that, but but personally, I've never really commented on anything. So I kind of did my first little comment response to, to my to my wife yesterday. Uh, but before doing, I had to ask her. I was like, "Well, so wait, so is this on your feed or my feed?" <laughs> is it, or does the whole world see it? Yeah, she's like, "Dude, are you are you seventy or what? Are you, what's going on?" And I, I, you know, I didn't call it the Facebook. That's uh, awesome. Which is good. Yeah, that is <laughs> so, good. Yeah. That is good. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, Andrew, it's been a blast. Uh, I, I've I've enjoyed the conversation, and I, I know I folks will take uh, will take great value out of your your wisdom um, and and you sharing your story. So we'll have to do it again, my man. So thanks yeah, for thanks for, for having uh, me. Yeah, of course. Good times. Take care. As always, thank you for listening. Your attention is super valuable, so thank you for giving it to us. If you're a fan of the show, please go rate and review us wherever you're listening to this. I would really appreciate it. Until next time, when we get to share another great conversation with you, have a great week and let your life tell a meaningful story.